The following is a podcast interview I recently had where I was the guest of Dina Bahur from CSUSB's Coyote Radio. In our conversation, we discussed my background, professional experience, and the thrilling journey of moving to the U.S. to pursue my passions for technology and artificial intelligence. I want to thank Dina for her friendship and Coyote Radio for allowing me to publish this interview. And to you, the listener, I hope you found this conversation engaging and valuable. Hello, Yodis. This is Dina Bahur, your social media coordinator for Coyote Radio. Uh, we're going to start an interview with Naja Faisal. Um, welcome, Naja. How are you? Thank you, Dina. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. So, Naja, tell us a little bit about where, where did you grow up? Uh, so I come from a beautiful country uh, of Lebanon. Uh, it's nice. a faraway country, 20, 20 hours flight. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, and uh, I grew up there. It's a beautiful little country with a population of 4 million people. So L.A. is pretty much bigger than Lebanon, <laughs> basically. Um, it's, a, um, it's the only democracy in the Middle East. Um, it has a variety of different faiths and religions and um, and it's a beautiful country with mountains and uh, skiing and great uh, beaches as well. So I grew up there and I uh, studied in an American school uh, in Lebanon. Okay. Um, yeah, I did, I did my bachelor's there. And then uh, soon after graduating, I, w- I left Lebanon and started working in Dubai. And that's how I built my career. Oh, nice, nice. So how was it growing up there? Like from your childhood and like how was it? Yeah, I was I was very much into sports. Okay. My parents they own a private school, so Mm. um, uh, growing up uh, I had a school pretty much in our house. So Uh we were like, you know, I was big on uh, playing soccer, and then I start growing taller, and then I become six three all of a sudden, and then I start like, oh, let's play basketball now and capitalize on that height, Uh and therefore I start becoming a very good basketball player, and then I became like um, part of the Lebanese national team and I played first league yes I was really good in basketball Um, so I was more or less focused on basketball and less on education although I managed to finish my bachelor's degree in in an American school with advertising and marketing degree Mm -hmm. and that would led me to find a job in Dubai and left Lebanon uh, to to work in Dubai Oh, awesome, awesome. So you said that you mentioned that you your parents had a um, private school. So mm-hmm. was your dad the principal? Yes. How was that? <laughs> yeah, was it was that? all good. So I, I learned all my primary education uh-huh. at my school until I start becoming like a teenager. Mm. And then I start taking advantage of that. So, oh, so my parents <laughs> ended up kicking me out of the school. Oh my god! <laughs> because I remember, like once, I told the teacher that, "Oh, I'm gonna tell my parents to fire you or something." Oh, like <laughs> so that <laughs> that led to my parents firing me from that school. <laughs> yeah, but that that was like a really funny story. But uh, yeah, after oh, that, I cool. went to college and. Um, so yeah, so talking about college, so you're. Tell us about your education path. So you mentioned you had um, marketing. Yes. Yeah. So uh, <coughs> I think uh, one of the things that I'm right now very passionate about is the fact that, you know, it's really hard to for, for high schoolers mm-hmm. to find uh, a good major to study. I remember when I graduated high school, I really struggled to um, to 
find a major that fits me mm-hmm. so i ended up changing my major like three times oh. i started with like graphic design then i went to radio tv um and I then i landed in advertising and marketing i know that they're kind of related but as i feel that um you know high school students um you know uh, they don't know what they want mm. and i was one of them and i think you know for me now i i incorporated a company and i'm working on a project where i want to make sure that you know high school students when they graduate high school they would work on a path that fits their personality and um, you know i think one of the m- biggest problems we have is this question what do you want to do when you grow up mm, yes, this is a very dangerous question hmm. because as a kid you don't know what That's you want to do because you haven't researched you don't have any life experience so this and question that might limit them exactly because it's part of your identity so you will learn to answer that question mm. and once you answer it it start to internalize it so i want to be a pilot i want to be a pilot and then you ended up you know discovering that i don't want to be a pilot mm. you know so instead of wasting all of this time i want to have a program whereby you can go to a like a one year apprenticeship where you try different oh, really cool. yeah you try like different professions mm. every month and or two like you try you know flip burgers for a month and then be a carpenter for a month and then you know work in a tech company for a month so as 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 you do that you start learning more about what you like and what you don't like Mm-hmm. And I feel that this is the best approach than really tossing a coin and find a major and just go to and college. Just go to college. That's yeah. completely. That's yeah, completely different. For aspect. sure. So you you tell them to have some kind of experience, and then whatever they find out they like, then they go to more focused, educated kind of perspective of it. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Exactly. For example, if I go back now, I wouldn't studied business or marketing mm. i would study more into the scientific domain i would go into more computer science because there recently i discovered that that's really my passion and now i'm really working on really my thing. masters mm. in information systems and i'm very much into ai and artificial intelligence so you see yeah we're gonna get on all <laughs> <For sure. laughs> the details okay so so you're saying what so what you studied in the beginning is that what led to your career yeah so i studied advertising and marketing and quickly after graduation i was lucky i guess to be hired by a, an international advertising agency mm. it's a chicago-based big giant agency one of the most awarded agency in the world it's called leo burnett part of the publicis group mm-hmm. um it's the agency of choice for big brands like mcdonald's and unilever and like oh, uh, general motors and all of these big uh, companies so i was lucky that this is was the beginning of my career so mm-hmm. i learned from the very best how long you you worked there for so i long? worked there for around three four years nice. and then after that i started like moving from one agency to another and climbing the ladder in dubai and saudi arabia and I managed to become the general manager of an advertising agency early on when I was like 30 years old. Oh, wow. That's so, yeah, I took big responsibilities early on in my career. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. So what did you what are you doing right now? What's your major in CSUSB? Right. So my major is uh, Master's of Science in Information Systems and Technology with concentration on business intelligence and analytics. Hmm. So this is the closest I could get to artificial intelligence, knowing that my background is not computer science. Mm. So if my background was computer science, I would be more on the hardcore 
computer science, artificial intelligence major, but because I have a business degree, um, you know, accept being accepted in a computer science is going to be much harder. Mm -hmm. But this is kind of a middle point between middle. my business degree and the technology that I want to pursue. Um, but yeah, I'm planning also to continue with PhD and uh, and hopefully I'll uh, I'll be an, an AI researcher. So the last we talk about is what led you to CSUSB and what was your major? So how long how long you've been here now? So yeah, I arrived in the US in May of 2021, I guess, right? Right when just the airport started to open up after COVID. After COVID, right after. Right COVID. after COVID, I came here. Um, I was everything still like in lockdown kind of uh, situation. Um, awesome. Yeah, quickly got accustomed to the country, um, and um, yeah, and I, and I think I. At the beginning, I, I was like, you know, I didn't know anybody, especially mm. here in San Bernardino. But, um, you know, I, don't, I will talk to you about like how I started like yeah. forming clubs and stuff. So that's was like my next question. So since you've been here, what accomplishments you had and what you did so far in campus? Yeah. So, so the way I, and it's all, everything is kind of connected, but the way I, I try to approach uh, I'm a big de believer of life design. Like I believe people should be st intentional and strategic about how they design their, their lives. Mm -hmm. For me, I like to form, like I formed some healthy habits in my life mm -hmm. and I start building my community around these, those healthy habits. Oh, so I knew, okay. for example, that I like sports. Mm -hmm. So I like, uh, I like hiking for cardio. I used to run, but then I have uh, bad uh, bad calves, mm -hmm. so I kind of like don't like running anymore. But I know that I like hiking for cardio and I like mm -hmm. weightlifting. So I started uh, weightlifting and I started do so that's how I start having friends. Now, when it comes to hiking, I went to Coyote Connections and I was like, okay, let me find a hiking club. There was none, so I was like, okay, there's no hiking club. May as well create one. Create one. So. <laughs> Uh, so I, that's how my, my first hiking club started. So now mm. uh, the Coyote Hikers, which is a club that you can find on the Meetup app, mm -hmm. has uh, 620 members. Oh, wow. And we do hiking almost every week um, all around the Inland Empire. So if you're listening and you like hiking and you like nature, uh, we have all uh, fitness levels. Uh, it's very uh, social and recreational event that we do every almost every week. This Saturday, we're, we're going to Claremont Hills. Uh, it's a very nice, beautiful hike. So we just do it. And then after that, we have lunch all together. Mm -hmm. um, each each hiking event, we have around 30 to 40, or sometimes 50 people joining us. So it's oh, like a big, group. a big group. So you get to interact with different people. And it's like more of a social event mm -hmm. that we enjoy really all as a group. Nice. So that was the beginning of the hiking club that I started. That's they started. Um, and what else, other, any other, I heard like you had other clubs too in sure. CSUSB. Yeah, so the second, the second was like, okay, uh, you know Queen's Gambit, the show? Yeah, yeah, I love that show. So I learned chess when I was a little kid. Uh-huh. But then I really stopped playing chess for a long time. And then Queen's Gambit came along mm -hmm. and I was like watching it and I was, it's like brought back the chess memories. So I was like, again, I went to Coyote Connections. I was like, chess club, 
And there no, was none. <laughs> so as you as you're seeing, there's a pattern here. Like every time I I try to build, I try to join a community mm-hmm. in my interest. When I don't find it, I create you it. You created it. And I think that's what that's kind of my leadership style. Is mm-hmm. like out of need. And I think these are the best way to create leaders, whether on student communities here on campus or in general. I think leaders should be created out of need and mm. not uh, not just for uh, to, for the sake of position or for the sake of power. Uh, I'm a believer that a leader is needed mm-hmm. and not someone who imposes himself on on others. So that's how it all happens. So I again, I created the the chess club. And um, and now we're meeting every Tuesday. Actually, in twenty minutes, in we, 20 have, minutes. <laughs> we have another. <laughs> we, have we have a chess club meetup uh, at the Coyote mm-hmm. Commons, um, and uh, yeah. Th- so the chess club was a second adventure, and now cool. um, recently, after ChatGPT came mm-hmm. along in November last year, I was like, of course, as someone who's passionate about artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. I have been reading and dreaming about it, and I was hoping that it will come in my lifetime. And now ChatGPT is here, and I'm so excited about ChatGPT. So I, again, I was, okay, is there any club or a group that has AI in it? There was none. (laughs) So (laughs) I ended up creating uh, what I called Singularity Syndicate, Mm -hmm. um, which is basically, as well, a group on Meetup app. So I use Meetup. I love Meetup because Meetup app is a beautiful platform for for groups and events so you could organize all sorts of events so with singularity syndicate we have also a bi-weekly free webinars Mm. where we meet on zoom Mm -hmm. um usually the meeting like we sometimes we have 60 70 people on zoom right and then we record the session and we put it on youtube okay um and uh, during these sessions we discuss different aspects of technologies that are transforming society so we've got like for example the first event was what the heck is chat gpt so i want to make sure that the society and the regular everyday people mm-hmm. know what chat gpt is because these technologies are so powerful that if you are if you don't know about them you're going to be left behind so there are people who's going to know about ai and use it to their advantage and there's people who's n- who don't know anything about it and they're going to be left behind so this was That's the first event mm-hmm. the second event i was like building on the first event it's called prompt engineering mm-hmm. so if you don't know what prompt is is prompt is what you uh, how to interact with ai platforms mm. you know how to prompt it how to ask uh, chat gpt what uh, the be- the best way to ask it or the best way to to, to get type, the most out of it to get the most out of it mm-hmm. and this uh, second webinar was a beautiful success the video on YouTube is more than eleven thousand views oh already. My yeah, That's it was. Awesome. Yeah, it was. I received so many good stuff because I really introduced some good content there. Mm. Um, and then the third event last week, we did um, a, a webinar called "Jobs in the Age of AI." So, if you're listening to this mm-hmm. and um, you haven't you haven't been thinking about AI and the future of AI and how AI is going to affect your future you're going to be left behind. So I, my, my goal and my, um, I want everyone who's listening to this to really um, be thinking about AI and how it's going to transform our lives. And if you're like doing a major 
regardless what it is just th just go and 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 research how ai is going to impact your domain because uh, believe me uh, the world after ai is going to be very different than different. the world before ai we should so. have an episode of only about this it sounds really interesting and you know make you think in a different way too because there is some resistance uh, to you about ai some people resist that thoughts and say no it has to be like more human kind of thing but yeah it seems like something if people have been open mind to it For they sure. actually can uh get i mean people more benefit people could it. resist it yeah. but uh, you know technology doesn't care yeah whether you it's resist just gonna it keep going it's gonna keep going so, <laughs> so technology um is is like is like a train that's you know it's it's <laughs> heading no matter what you cannot stop it mm -hmm. you can either jump on it or be left behind be left behind that's uh, that's why it's just supposed to be like a whole episode <laughs> for sure for i'm sure. very we'll happy to, to have it yeah um okay cool so i see like a pattern here it's all like you said do you have uh, a need to something you look and you start a, a club being a leader so it's from your experience your career path and all the clubs you you are a leadership you have that leadership role and you you're into it and you love it so how did you find out that you you like that being in a leader position mm -hmm. how did is there a time certain time were you like this from your young that you'd like to be in a leadership position that's an interesting question like i don't i don't know if if i you know it's n nature or nurture right mm -hmm. like i don't know if i have something uh, in me when i was young to be a leader or not all i know is that you know during my career i naturally went from one position to another mm -hmm. um maybe i have some sort of good amount of self-confidence like if you offer me for example my companies when i get to a gm position mm -hmm. i was already an account director which is really a good position too but then I received, I, I had a conversation with some company owners and they said like, they're looking for a general manager mm -hmm. for their 80 employee company. So um, if maybe, maybe someone else would be afraid of that position. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can do it. You know, I yeah, believe I can do it. it. And, um, you know, I start talking to them about my plans and then they hired me. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, that's my first kind of leadership, like high leadership position. And then from there, you know, the natural progression is to become mm -hmm. chief marketing officer because like this is like it's the natural, you know, it's all leadership in the end. That makes sense. So when I come here to the US, again, it's all started with need. need. Like for mm -hmm. example, you know, the clubs that I started mm -hmm. are all need based. Um, and and now I'm in a, on a crossroads, so I'm gonna be graduating Mm -hmm. uh, part of me wants to be hired in a company. Now, I'll, to be hired as what is another question. Mm -hmm. I'm, um, you know, if, if I wasn't hired, I'm gonna probably build my own path and and start. And I already incorpor incorporated a company and work on some projects. Mm -hmm. Whether they are become successful or not is a different story. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so if. Okay. Uh, if I found a, a job that fits me, if if some company owners they want me to uh, help build and grow their company, I'm very much capable of of doing that. And if I didn't find um, a company who wants to, um, uh, you know, give me the trust uh, mm -hmm. needed to to help them in their business, I'll probably uh, start something on something my own, own and um, and go from there. 
that's like really impressive uh, experience and uh, past you have and um, what you were you doing and what you did already. What advice you would you give for your students? Like if you want to, if I ask you, like give me one advice for the students. What would you? Choose? So so uh, first of all, like we're most of the students are here to get a degree and and hopefully get a job. The first advice would be. Um, your degree is probably not important anymore. So uh, your grades are probably not important anymore. So all what I could tell you is that the most important is what you build mm -hmm. during those years, the experience you get, the projects that you're involved in. Because employers, that's what they'll be looking for. That's they'll true. be looking for to see, they will ask you in the interview, what did you do? during these four years that mm -hmm. you spend on campus. So the first advice academically wise, I'm not saying to ignore the grades or ignore, I'm saying that focus on building something early on and, and make, make these courses work for you and build the skills needed for you to build a better and better project. This is mm -hmm. academically. Um, campus life, you know, uh, it's it only happens uh, four years of your life. Yeah. It's not gonna come back. I mean, maybe you'll come back for grad school like I did, but most of the students they're here for only four years of their life. Make the best out of it. Okay. So um, be adventurous. Don't let you know. Don't you know? You don't need to think too much about things. Just be you know. Do do what you feel like doing. Um, have fun, you know. Have Life fun. is good. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Be be involved in communities and clubs and go places and you know um, experience different things. I think that's pretty much what I would say. Uh, so yeah, academically, um, personal life, and most importantly, I think in the age of AI, mm. there's gonna be tremendous amount of problems we can solve. Entrepreneurship is going to be huge in the coming years. I think it's going to be less about employment and more about entrepreneurs. So if you're listening to this, think about starting a business. It's the best time ever to start businesses cool. because mm -hmm. all the tools you have are available and mm -hmm. so cheap. You don't need capital. You don't need um, all, everything you need is available. Even if you don't know how to code, you know, ask ChatGPT and it will give you the code. Yeah. So um, awesome. it's the best time to start businesses. Yeah, I've been I've been getting into more of the ChatGPT and I think I've become really close. I can say it's my best friend right now. Yeah. <laughs> can I have a conversation with it? For sure. It was like, it was you awesome. know, I, I'm 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 you know, we gotta treat it uh, nicely as well. <laughs> so I, I'm always telling it, please, please, and thank you, because <laughs> you know, eventually ChatGPT maybe become AGI. Mm. Uh, artificial general intelligence was going to be very powerful yeah, so we're going to make we're going to make sure it's on our our side on our good side <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so that was like mostly uh our interview i'm just going to end with like light-hearted um some uh, questions so if i say if we tell you like you can't have any superpower right now what naja would like to have I want to have access to AGI <laughs> before everyone else. <laughs> That's the superpower you want. Okay. Because I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna have that opportunity. But if if you ask me, uh, I would love to be working in in a company like OpenAI right now, which mm. is the 
company that designed ChatGPT, and I would love to interact with uh, with their latest versions mm. that are without the guards, because you know that ChatGPT has a lot of guards. Okay. You know, there's a lot of restrictions. Mm. On they they put a lot of restrictions on people. I would love to access that without the guards. Without, uh, so that would anything be cool. you can yeah. <laughs> answer for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what 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 kind of music you like to listen to? So mostly I uh, listen to podcasts. I'm kind of a nerd. I've, I lost the I listen to podcasts and audiobooks mm-hmm. on my way to university and whenever I'm driving. I f- kind of feel that you know I don't like to listen to music. I feel like I prefer to use my time in a more mm-hmm. beneficial way. But when I'm working, I like to listen to kind of electronic music without uh, lyrics, without uh, vocals mm. and this will help me like focus on my work and what I'm doing 